If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to Proverbs 28. Proverbs 28. Hey, Jim. Proverbs 28, beginning with verse 7. Proverbs 28, 7. Whoso keepeth the law is a wise son, the law of God. But he that is a companion of righteous men shameth his father. He that by usury and unjust gain increaseth his substance. He shall gather it for him that will pay, that will pity the poor. He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be abomination. Do you understand? Talking about the law of God. We don't want to go along with that. We don't try to keep the law. Then God's not going to hear our prayer. Whoso causeth the righteous to go astray in an evil way, he shall fall himself into his own pit. But the upright shall have good things in possession. The rich man is wise in his own conceit, but the poor that hath understanding searcheth him out. When righteous men do rejoice, there is great glory. But when the wicked rise, a man is hidden. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. But whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. Happy is the man that feareth alway. But he that hardeneth his heart shall fall into mischief. Father, help us to understand what you'd have us to do concerning your holy word. Lord, we're sinners. We're sinners saved by grace. And Lord, we confess our sins before you this morning. We want you to hear our prayer. We want you to answer our prayer according to your precious will. We ask that you speak to our hearts now. God, may we obey you in everything. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. The key verse to this whole thing is in verse, uh, verse 13. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. Do you understand? If we cover up. If we try to hide our sin, we will not prosper. It's plain and simple there. Okay. But whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. Before I was born, I was covered in my mother's womb. After I was born, I was covered with a baby blanket. And believe it or not, 68 years later, I still have the blanket in my possession. I'm proud of that fact. It's in our basement. It's laying on the sewing machine. Somebody must have, well, they didn't know in those years know whether it's going to be a he or a she. So this blanket is blue and pink. I'm still proud of that blanket. Well, as my life began to take off, I, not soon into my life, probably, I realized I was covered with sin. Covered in it. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God, the Bible says. So I, I realized I was covered with sin. It was in vacation Bible school at the age of 12 on Highway 88 at Mount Pisgah Baptist Church. And if you've ever been up that highway, Mount Pisgah Baptist Church sits on the left, cemetery on the right, and there's a big statue right on 88. 
Well, just as you get even with the statue, glance to the right as you pass that, and you'll see my mother and daddy's grave right there on the right. Right out from that is my grandmother and my granddaddy. Right on out beyond that is a great-grandmother and a great-granddaddy. I did not know all of these. I just had a, knew my grandmother. But I can tell you something else I was covered with. I was covered in prayer by my grandmother. In the last years of her life, she came to live in our backyard in a single-wide mobile home. I ate at her table many times because all I had to do was step out the back door, walk across the grassy yard under a shade tree into my grandmother's house. My grandmother covered me in prayer. It was her heart's desire. I did not know this. She had done left this world when I found this out, that she had prayed that God would call one of her grandsons to preach the gospel. I did not know that until after I surrendered to preach. And her son, my daddy, told me that. I did not know that my mother and daddy dedicated me as a baby to God to be used for whatever. So I have been covered ever since I was conceived. And as far as that goes, I was covered before that. Well, I'll tell you something else I'm covered with. (laughs) And that's the devil's pranks. I mean, he is constantly on me. as Amber shared many places. Well, I thought I had it together here. And then you got to take off on something else. By the time you think you've got it all together, the devil shows up and shows you you ain't got it all together. But I want to just share briefly with you the foolishness of trying to cover our sins. Look at verse 13 again. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. You want to prosper? I do. I want to prosper. I want to prosper in the Lord. I want this church to prosper. I want our community to prosper. I want people to be saved through prospering in the Lord. But it's not going to happen if we cover our sins. Look at the verse. Look at it again. But whoso confesseth. I don't know where I can confess those sins or not. Man, they're, they're terrible. They're horrible. You think God don't know that? Confess it. And look what it says. Forsake it. What does that mean? Hey, I can confess my sins, but I need to get away from it. I need to get away from it. Now, I don't want to make anybody sick. We haven't eaten lunch yet, okay? So maybe you can hang on to what you got. All right? But the Bible talks about a dog returning to its vomit. You've probably seen that before. I've seen dogs just eat, gah, 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 just swallow it whole, and walk over and, and throw it up. And then turn around and eat it again. You want to do that? That's what you and I do. Look what it says. Look what it says in 13. After we confess it, we've got to forsake it. You can't turn around and go to doing it again. Get rid of it. Now, hey, I'll, have, I'll, I'll promise you this. We're going to return to it. The devil's going to see to it. We do it again and again and again. But God has mercy on us to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If you're writing, you need to write down 1 John 1, 9. That verse is not to the lost. It is not to the lost. It is to the saved. Which says, if we confess our sins. Now how do I know that that's to the saved? 
Because it says, if I confess my sins, that's with an S on the end of it, okay? If you're here this morning, you've never been saved, you are guilty of S-I-N, of not believing in Jesus, okay? You're guilty of that sin. But for all of us who are saved, we are guilty of S-I-N-S, okay? So, if I confess my sins, he, that is God, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Now, hey, I'm not right because of who I am, okay? I am right because of who God is. I am right because of what Jesus has done for me. I am right because of the Holy Spirit that dwells within me. And the best I can do, the devil saying, oh, you fool, you fool. You're not going to make it. Just look where you've been. Look what you've done. Look what you've said. You're not going to make it. But you look back at that 13. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. Don't cover them up. You can't hide them. The foolishness of trying to cover our sins. First of all, why is it foolish? Why is it foolishness to try to cover our own sins? I'm going to tell you why. Because there's nothing that can be hidden from God. There's only one thing that can be hidden from God. You know what that is? Confessed sins of the Christian. Now, in your heart and mind right now, I want you to go with me. <clears throat> I want you to go inside of you as I go inside of me. What if God were to say, Kenny, it's time for open heart surgery. We'll lay out on the table. We'll cut you open. And I'm going to whack into that old stony part of your heart. And all I ask you to do is let me have it. Because I know what to do with it. So in your heart and mind right now, what is in there you know and I know ain't right? Okay? If it ain't right, you need to get rid of it. Because you and I are going to hinder what God wants to do in this place. We've just paid this big massive thing off and we're fixing to jump back into a massive thing over there. We can't afford grudges. We can't afford sourness. We can't afford people out of shape with, with God. We've got to stick together. And so he's saying that. You can't hide those sins. If you do, you're going to hinder the work of God. We don't hide from God because he sees everything except confess sins. When we confess our sins, he's faithful, he's just to forgive us, and he puts them out of sight. He don't see them anymore. Thank God for that promise. You know, it's amazing to me. I've never run for office, don't plan to. I run from it, but I'm not going to run to it or for it. But every time somebody comes up, they're going to run for office. What's the first thing people do? Oh, let's go dig it into his past. Let's see where he come from, what he done, back way back yonder. My soul. Can you imagine the first church that called Paul to be their pastor? Well, now, you know, you know what he used to do, man? He used to kill Christians. Man, he put Christians in jail. I mean, you remember? He may turn loose on us. Hey. <laughs> A lot of them done dead and gone now that I ran with and they say, man, lied. y'all got him for a preacher? Are you kidding? We want to go back and dig up. That's what the devil wants. 
Oh, I remember how you used to be. We don't want you for this or for that. I know what you used to be. Give me a chance. Give every person a chance to prove themselves, okay? Prove themselves. Hey, unconfessed sin will hinder us from prospering. Confessed sin is going to help us to move along in the life that God's given us and wants us to do. Because everything uh, to God is revealed. You're not hiding anything from him. I may hide it from you, you may hide it from me, but we'll not hide it from God. In Luke 8, 17, listen. Luke 8, 17, for nothing is secret that shall not be made visible, neither anything hidden that shall not be known and be brought to light. We're going to stand before God, y'all. You realize that? Really? Right now, I'm going to stand before God. When I leave this world, I'm going to stand before him. At judgment day, I'm going to be called up to stand before him, not with my family, not with my wife, not with my church, but me alone. going to be standing before God to give an account of my life for the things that I've done, whether it be good or bad. You're not going to escape that. So what I'm saying, listen, if you're hiding something, and you know in your heart it ain't right, listen, confess it. Get it out of the way and make it right while you have an opportunity, while you have a chance to to hide our sins is not going to lessen the penalty because Romans six twenty three says the wages, the wages of sin is death. Sin will kill. Eventually, sin will kill. That's why people die. Sin, pure and simple. Adam and Eve, hey, there was no such thing as death. They had it made in the garden. All they had to do was tend to this, but leave the tree in the midst alone. Admire it, but leave it alone. No, they couldn't stand it. They got out of line. They got, they become disobedient. They partook of whatever fruit was. It doesn't matter. Somebody said it wasn't the apple on the tree. It was the pear on the ground. I agree with you. It was the pear on the ground. It was Adam and Eve. They got out of line. They disobeyed God. And from that point to this point today, people are dying because of their bad choice. And we're going to stand before God and answer for it. Now, I just want to give you a few examples of in the Bible who tried to cover who tried to cover their sins. Cain killed Abel. First death in the Bible. Cain, his brother, killed his brother. Cain killed Abel. God said, Hey, Cain, uh, you seen your brother today? You seen Abel? Well, I ain't supposed to keep up with him, am I? He said, His blood is crying out from the earth where you buried him. You tried to cover up and pretend you didn't know. That's one example. Adam and Eve, the other example, they, because they got out of line, the Bible says they hid themselves. And God said, what would you hide yourself for? He said, we were naked. The Bible says they sewed thick leaves together to cover their shame. And because they covered their shame, they didn't prosper like God intended for them to. You see, it's God's idea that we as Christians prosper. He don't want us hampered and hindered. He wants to help us to be all he wants us to be. But if there's unconfessed sin, we're, going to be, we're not going to prosper. He plainly says that. Achan 
He, he got a hold of things that he shouldn't have got a hold to out of God's house. He stole stuff out of God's house. And he was stoned to death. Ananias and Sapphira. They got together before they left the house that morning. Hey, we're going to give this to God's work and we're going to claim it's everything. That's exactly what they're doing. Ananias came before Peter, stood there. Peter, under the leadership of the Holy Spirit of God. Ananias, is this everything, son? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm giving it all to God. Boom! Dead. Out of here. They come and haul them off. A few hours after that, here comes his wife in. She lays her offering down. Same thing. Peter said, so far as this all, that's it. Boom! He, she, he said, the people who hauled your husband out of here a few hours ago was here to get you. Boom! She hit the floor dead. Trying to cover their sin. Listen, it's a serious thing. It is a serious thing to try to cover our sin. When God Almighty has sent Jesus Christ who shed his blood to cover our sins. You can't cover your own sins. I can't cover mine. Well, let me give you a third thing. The wealth of the matter. The wealth of the matter. It's, it's, it's in the scripture right there. He that covereth sin shall not prosper, but, thank goodness for the but in that verse, whosoever, any person in this room or any other room, if we will confess our sins and forsake our sins, God's going to have mercy on us. I'm going to tell you something, I want mercy. I don't want judgment. I want the mercy of God to fall on me. Undeserving, but that's what I'm asking for. But the wealth of this matter is, in Ephesians 2, 4, it says, but God. You can stop right there and have the rest of the thing paid for. But God, what if he hadn't? But God sent Jesus. But God raised Jesus. But God is going to call him to come forth, okay? But God, who is rich in mercy, that verse says, for his great love wherewith he loved us. He did. Jesus is the only one that can cover our sins. I know that you've heard this statement and you have probably fulfilled this statement or this statement has been fulfilled for you. Don't worry about it, man. I'll cover for you. I'll cover for you. I like that. When it's legal, okay, when it's legal, when it's not crooked, when it's not off sides, when it's not off color, when somebody says, listen, don't worry. If you're not there, I'll cover for you. I'll take care of you. I'll cover for you. You know, I worked many jobs in my life, many, many jobs, and a lot of those jobs had to do with the time clock. You know, hey, get there early. And I want, I'd rather clock in one, one minute, or excuse me, I'd rather clock in one hour early than be one minute late. I had a boss man at work, for, I worked for Bluebell Truck Lines in Greenville, South Carolina, and it's that plant, that, that place is still there. If you, if you going up Interstate 85, as you're going to cross over 25, Bluebell truck line sits off in the hole right there. I worked in that shop many years right there. 
And an old man who was lost as lost could be. Wouldn't listen to you. He drank vodka every day he lived. Henry Von Cannon, that was his name. Mean, I'm talking mean. I was hired on there, didn't know squat about a big truck. I took mechanic courses on cars. <laughs> Here I am, supposedly working on diesel trucks now. And we had gotten caught up one day, and we were just milling around, guys that worked in the shop, there wasn't a truck in sight. And I just hopped up on the workbench, you know, I'm short, I'm just sitting there. And Henry is, was as short as I am, but about twice as wide. He come out of his office, he come. Walked around through there. Shorty! I said, yes, sir. You gonna suck there all day? I hopped up immediately. No, sir! <laughs> what the thing to do. You know. The Bible talks about covering many places. And Adam and Eve sinned. Yeah, they sewed fig leaves together, but an animal had to die that they could have clothes. A sacrifice had to be made. Sacrifices are made every day for you and me. Our parents covered for us. They went to work to cover our needs. And hey, now we're adults working to cover the needs, not only of our children, but of our grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And we're trying to cover all of this. We need to allow God to speak to our hearts. And in, in, in fact, I want you to listen, listen to Revelation chapter 1, verse 5. He says, Washed us from our sins in his own blood, and hath made us a kingdom of priests unto God and his Father. Now he's talking about Jesus here. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. And John says at the end of that, he said, Amen. Amen. So be it. I'm thankful today that I'm covered. Now listen, when, when our sins are covered with the blood of Jesus, according to the Bible, they are remembered no more. You know who brings them up? The devil. The devil brings them up. I, I just hate him when he does that. I just hate it when he reminds me of what I used to be, when I know I have confessed that, when I know God Almighty through Jesus has forgiven me of that, but he reminds me of that. And on the other hand, listen, don't misunderstand, I'm thankful to be reminded so I don't go back to my vomit and re-eat it. We wouldn't want to eat what we throw up, but yet that's what we do when we confess our sins and then turn and keep on doing it. It's, it's, it's not healthy for us. We sing a song. There's a fountain filled with blood. The, that song says, and this blood was drawn from Emmanuel's veins. And sinners, according to the song, who are plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains. Stains. You know, there's some things that just, you just can't get the stain out. It seems like the more you rub it, the worse it gets. Unconfessed sin is that a way? It's a stain. And the more we rub it, the more we baby it, the worse it gets. And that's why he's saying, confess our sins. That song continues, the dying thief, the one who, who confessed the Lord Jesus, he rejoiced to see 
that fountain in his day. And there may I, though I was as rotten as I am as rotten as he was, and have all my sins washed away. It's a matter of confessing. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but he that confesseth. Confess, confess, confess. I want you to listen to this real quick, and I'm finished. The word confess. We confess our sins to Christ. That's the letter C. We confess our sins to Christ. By confessing, the letter O stands for obedient. We're obedient to the word of God. By confessing to Christ in obedience to his word, nothing can separate us from the love of God. If we confess our sins. The letter F, we confess our sins because the Bible talks about do it with faith. By faith, we confess our sins. The letter E is for eternity. Hey, well, if we confess them, if, if we are truly confessing our sins from the heart, they are out in eternity, gone forever. And the, and the, uh, the two S's is for the Savior and for the saved. But we've got to confess. We can't keep going and grinding away and grinding away and watching people just lose out because they will not confess their sins. The Bible talks about confessing our sins and, and, and the Bible talks about making it known. Um, how are you going to help someone if you've never done it yourself? How are you going to help them? How are you going to tell somebody not to touch that flame because it'll burn you if you've never been burned yourself? I know what it feels like, you'd say. So, we know what it feels like to come to the altar and pour our hearts out. That's why I keep on to you. Listen, if a male comes, let some male join them. If a female comes, let some female join them. If a husband wife comes, let some husband wife come to be with them. You don't know what they're dealing with, but they need a hand on their shoulder, a hug around the neck. They need support. They might be trying to get out from under what they have gotten themselves into. It's foolish to try to cover our sins. Jesus has already covered for us, but he wants us to confess it. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for, your, for the privilege, Lord, not only to stand in this place, but Lord, I know... I know I'm going to answer for what I've just finished saying to, to your people. Lord, I know what it is to be a sinner with unconfessed sins. I know what it is to be a, a sinner with confessed sins. And I know what it is to, <clears throat> to go back and just do it again. God, I ask you to help us. Once we ask for forgiveness, give us the strength not to return to our vomit, but to stay close to you. Father, I thank you for those who've chosen to come this way today. And God, you know every heart in here. You know every sin that's unconfessed in this room of us. You know where we are. You know where you want us to be. And Lord, I pray that you give us the courage to confess our sins 
and forsake our sins. In Jesus' name, amen.